This is episode one of the old switcheroo, the Joker and the Exorcist. Wait, I think it's just Joker. Joker and the Exorcist, chosen because they both have a runtime of 122 minutes. I guess, I don't know where we want to start. Yeah, I don't know what would be a better one. Maybe let's start with Joker. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's or start. where were you going? Uh, before the movies, even. I don't oh. know what how to you start this podcast. To... So, uh, this for this episode of The Old Switcheroo... Um, wait, did somebody die who made The Exorcist? Isn't that why Greg was watching it? <laughs> Is that true? I feel like he said something like that. The Exorcist. Death. <laughs> Looks like they announced a sequel recently. Yep. Oh, the director died. Recently? The article's from four days ago, but I don't know if it's like a memorial one or like a this right. just happened thing. William Friedkin? Yes. He did. Oh, he did. He died like... Four days ago, five days ago. William Friedkin, R.I.P. Did not know that. So a lot of people were talking about The Exorcist. I said I would only watch The Exorcist if I watched half of it. People have talked about The Exorcist so much. I think I know what happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do I need to watch the whole movie? Oh, see, I don't want to watch it because I'm scared. I see. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> I hear that for sure. I've been scared. That movie, my entire life, has been told is the scariest movie of all time. It's from the early 70s. Mm-hmm. And then the other movie that we were doing, we chose based on the same length. Uh-huh. We had a few options. Uh, I'm currently working on compiling some lists of movies that are the same length. Right. Believe it or not, most people don't categorize movies that way online. <laughs> it's, like, really hard to find. This list that we found... I was kind of surprised it existed. It was like movies that are 122 minutes long. It's the only list of its kind. There's no similar list. I don't know why list. someone made it. They made it as a joke for like the 122nd day of the year. Right. And it's just like a blog post. But it did have a bunch of movies on it. and They it was, should do that for every day of the year. I've been working on it. Okay. I have um, ranging right now from like, I think the shortest ones I have are around 85 minutes. The longest mm-hmm. ones are... 300 minutes or some crazy shit but obviously once they get longer there's none that are this exact same length because you're just like shooting a dart into a large pool of how many minutes it could be but there's some good ones also another thing that is problematic about arranging it by length is that genres tend to be the same amount of time yeah which isn't as fun right but, like, every rom-com is, like, 86 minutes. Right. Which, why would... If we watch two halves of a rom-com, we're watching one rom-com. Right. You, it it's might gonna well be, be the same exact movie. It's a lot more fun to have somewhat different movies. Like, yeah. uh, for example, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Right. But those aren't the same length. Right. Um, with The Exorcist and Joker, they were the same length. There weren't that many options. Like, you had seen a couple of the movies. I had seen a couple of the movies. Of the 122 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And uh, this one just seemed um, seemed just about right. You can kind of make Joker cyst work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Some other movies that came up. Oh, I've seen Mandy. 
already. Mm, Joker was an option. I've seen Steve Jobs. I've seen Almost Famous. Almost Famous. American Beauty, I think I've seen. But I don't know. And then we didn't even consider um, No Country for Old Men. I don't even remember that on this list. <laughs> I don't either. So, yeah, still. I guess we could have watched that one. Yeah, but... maybe next time. Yeah. So we landed on the Joker and the Exorcist. I got the Jokercist, meaning I got the first half of the Joker and the <laughs> second half of the Exorcist. The I'm only bo- thing I wanted going into this was I wanted to see the Joker dance on the stairs. <laughs> only thing I wanted. Out of this whole thing? Yeah. No, no, you got... Did you... Did you even see the Joker? <laughs> did I just see Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. No, I did. Do you want to start with the Joker? Yeah, let's start with the Joker. Alright, so we open on... Um, oh, spoilers for both movies. Mm-hmm. Got over it. I'm sorry, if we spoil The Exorcist for you, We're that's spo- on you. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a bit old, my friend. The Joker, right? He's a guy, he works at a clown house of some kind, he's a clown for hire, and it opens on him, like, putting on his makeup, he, like, sheds a single tear that's full of, like, clown face paint. Mm -hmm. Then he goes to his job as a sign-spinning clown, and, um, you know, it's some, like, blowout sale, and some kids decide to jump him. They He, they steal a sign, he chases them down the street to get the sign back and they hide around a corner smack him over the head with the sign and then they jump him oh it's not a linear story it cuts back and forth between like his work it has some flashbacks with it um yeah it's got flashbacks throughout and then it also has like a sh- sharp cuts to him with his social worker okay yeah he gets beat up in the alley then is having like a conversation with his social worker where he has like this problem where he laughs spontaneously and he can't stop. He has a journal that looks a lot like your journal. Um. <laughs> he writes his jokes because he wants to be a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. but they're not jokes. They're just like, when I die, no one will remember me. Like, just yeah. they're Joker sayings right. in a journal. He was in the hospital lockup for a while. Social worker asked him, do you know why you're there? He says, no. He, we find out about his condition because he's, like, making faces at a child on the bus, and then he starts laughing, and the mom is like, yo, why are you talking to my kid? You're a mm-hmm. weirdo. He's not wearing face paint anymore. And he hands he has, like, a laminated card that he ha- carries that he hands people, and it says, like, I have a neurological condition that I just laugh, and I can't stop laughing. Hmm. There's a television personality named Murray Franklin, who's, like, a talk show host, mm-hmm. who, at this point in the movie, I think joker slash what's his name arthur 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 is like super fond of him he was on the show i think he was on the show i can't tell if this was a delusion he was having or if it was a flashback to him actually being in the audience on the show but he like tells his tells murray franklin that his dad left him or something and then murray's like oh that happened to me too it's all right kid uh can who plays murray can you tell me who plays it's robert de niro is it? Yeah, the first time I saw him, I put Robert De Niro in question marks, and then later on, I was like, that's 100% Robert De Niro. I have something funny like that for The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so apparently it's Robert De Niro. 
back at the clown house, everyone's talking about how Arthur got mugged, and this bigger clown guy gives him a gun as a gift to protect himself. Mm-hmm. The boss calls him in and is like, hey, you lost this sign. Chill. And he's telling Arthur, like, yo, you lost this sign and you're in big trouble for it, and... I don't believe you that you got jumped because who would rob you for a sign? But it was a bunch of teenagers just being shitheads. And it was, I finally understood the meme, like, this is my villain origin story. Because they're just zooming in on his face while you can see the cracks happening. Yeah. Where he's like, you don't believe me? Like, I literally got beat up. And he's sitting there, he's like, I got beat up. And the boss is like, that doesn't make sense. I'm taking the sign out of your paycheck. Fuck you. Uh, Joker's flirting with a woman on the elevator in his building. This woman's around for the entire part of the movie after that. Uh, they have, like, some weird fling, but she has barely any lines. He's taking care of his mom. He lives with his mom. He tells her he's gonna be a comedian. She says, don't you have to be funny to be a comedian? Which is kind of fucked up, because she's, like, this fragile old lady. Mm-hmm. Then he's dancing in his living room. Oh, he loves to dance. Yeah. I did get to see him dance quite just, a bit. Right, just not the... Not the dance. Mm-hmm. A friend of ours... After seeing the Joker, I heard someone ask her, what did you think of it? And she said, I loved the dancing. And I've never forgotten that because no one else has said it. (laughs) But now I get it. He does do a lot of dancing. So he's dancing around shirtless, being all weird. Yeah. And he accidentally fires his new new gun into the wall of his mom's apartment. And then he turns up the TV volume. He's like, nothing, mom. But he's bad with this gun. It was obvious he was going to fire it indoors the whole time. He starts stalking his neighbor. Uh, He goes to a stand-up show and takes notes. He has, like, a forced left-handed writing that's pissing me off. He confronts the neighbor woman. Oh, the neighbor confronts him about stalking her. And he's like, yeah, I did that. Ha ha. And she likes it? Kind of? I don't know. Then he goes and performs at a children's hospital. The gun falls out of his stuff while he's at the children's hospital. Boom. Fired. And he tries to say, oh, it was a prop gun. Everyone's like, bro, you weren't carrying a prop gun. You carried a gun into a children's hospital. You're done. Then he's on the subway after he gets fired. Uh Also, I actually wrote, this is in New York City. It's not. It's Gotham. But it is very strongly New York Gotham, I want to say. Yeah. I know it's always kind of New York. Right. But my stupid ass before I put together that this is Batman universe was like, New York. (laughs) So the lights are flickering on the subway. These guys are taunting this woman on the subway. He is over there laughing. Because that's, that's what, what he, does. he does. Then he gets jumped again. Oh. And I was I was feeling bad at this point. Like, he's getting jumped. Why are they jumping him? Just because he's a clown? Right. That's rude. Mm-mm. He has a gun this time. He kills them. Yeah. I he, mean... He kills two out of the three... And the other one gets away, and he follows him. The dude is limping away, and he shoots the guy in the back. He unloads the gun into this guy. And then that is front-page news, that there's a clown killing people on the subway. So when he goes back to his locker to pick up his clown stuff, everyone's like, did you hear about this? And he's like, oh my god, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Clown business is gonna be nuts. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, also, he's on, like, a weird high after he kills those people. He shows up at the neighbor's house and, like, just kisses her as soon as she opens the door. And she's, like, cool with it? She's into it. Is she supposed to be, like, um... Did you see her in your half? I feel like I didn't. She was there for... She went to the stand-up show that I think... There was one moment where he's, like, having a flashback, and you see this woman, 
I don't know if it's the same woman, but then like, like she looked like sad. Really? Yeah. She's just like a thirty-something black lady. I feel like she was like in background of shots or something. Like there <laughs> was she, no. I mean, she really didn't have any lines. I was gonna say she didn't really. If she wasn't, it she did. Like that sounds familiar. Um. Okay. And then as he's leaving the clown house, it's a there's a sign that says like "Don't forget to smile," and he t- he crosses out "forget to," so it says "Don't smile" because he's an edge lord now. Mm-hmm. And when they're covering the murders on the news, they're like, oh, this is anti-rich sentiments. They killed these, this clown killed these guys because he's poor and doesn't know how to work. And these guys are rich and they're like entrepreneurial young men. But really, they were jumping him is what happened. And the person covering this on the news a bunch is fucking Tom Wayne. Is his name Tom? What's his first name? Bruce? Nope. Papa. Who's Papa? Tom, right? Papa? Yeah, I'm going with Papa. Um, you didn't see Thomas Wayne in your half? I don't feel like I did. Are you kidding me? Is to wait, is Thomas Maybe you didn't know it was him. Uh, maybe I didn't know it was That's him. That's fucked up if true. Wait, okay, so yeah. let's okay, so Tom Wayne's on the news. He's a rich guy. He's Bruce Wayne's dad. The Joker's like seeing this on the news. He's getting pissed because obviously he knows what really happens. Mm-hmm. The he's talking to his social worker about it again. He's telling his social worker, like, I know what it feels to exist now. Like, I feel important for the first time. And he's trying to tell her that he's, like, done something. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, anyways, uh, they're closing this sector of social work or whatever the fuck, and I'm not going to be able to see you anymore at all. <gasps> and you and he's like, how do I get my meds? She says, I don't know. It's up to you. I'm fired. You're fired. We're all done here. So he loses his, like, therapist person, and he was very much trying... He, I don't think he was going to say, like, I killed these people, but he was... He if knew- she had been an attentive... If she had been in any place to, like, actually listen to him, yeah. she would have known this was a very different vibe than usual. Yeah. So he decides, now that he has nothing left, it's time to launch his stand-up career. He goes on stage, he does this whole laughing thing, and he can't get any jokes out, and he's just, like, gagging and laughing and crying in front of this microphone... The cute neighbor girl is there watching him struggle and walks him home afterwards. Again, this is just like a quick montage of them walking home. She doesn't really have any lines. Uh-huh. He does get a few like jokes out, but they're not funny, and he's reading them from his creepy little notebook. Then he gets home, and he finds that his mom has written Thomas Wayne a letter asking for help and for money, and she's like, your son and I, blah, 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 and meaning that yeah. Arthur is his son, and he's always thought that thomas wayne is like his estranged dad yeah who would help them if he knew more i don't know it's confusing yeah and then arthur deals with it by showing up at wayne (laughs) manor with a magic wand and like doing a bunch of magic tricks for little kid bruce wayne Mm -hmm. alfred comes up to the fence is like don't talk to this child and joker says no i will this is you know i need to talk to thomas like i'm just doing jokes with this kid grow up and then alfred says thomas isn't your dad so then joker chokes him through the fence of bruce manor or wayne manor yeah uh he comes home his mom's being loaded in an ambulance because she had a stroke she probably had a stroke because the detectives confronted him confronted her uh, about the subway murders and he was like no that wasn't me because he ends up talking to the detectives as well um and then he's sitting in the hospital with his mom the neighbor is there, like, rubbing his back. And then... <laughs> is I write anything about a neighbor? 
I, you also would not have known it was her neighbor, prob- or his neighbor. Anyways, the neighbor's there with him at the hospital. He's watching TV at the hospital, and Murray Franklin is on TV, and he's like, roll clip, look at this Joker, and shows him laughing and gagging and crying on stage on the show and is making fun of him on the show. Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing I saw. Great. That actually answers a lot of questions. Um, okay, so it <laughs> it's my half-started... Uh, Joker wakes up, and there's, like, clowns on TV, and there's, like, riots and stuff going on. Oh, okay. They're probably mad about the clown murders. Uh, and then I put, what are these subtitles? (laughs) Was there a problem with the subtitles? No. Why did you write that? Um, because when you said that the subtitles were on because the fan was too loud, I thought they were gonna be in English. Were they not in English? (laughs) No! Did you change them? No! Why? I, I had thought them were, in English. I thought you were doing a bit. No, I had them in English. It probably just got stepped on or something. It I, it probably got stepped on. Or like maybe like I hit it when I <laughs> what were you, play. What language were they in? I don't know. I thought you, you were, didn't recognize I thought it. You, I thought you were doing a, I thought you were trolling me. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh well, I'll play along. I literally thought you sat through the whole half of the movie with that with those subtitles. No, I turned on subtitles because I couldn't hear shit. I couldn't hear a thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't think that woman was in it. You're probably squinting at Portuguese subtitles. Are you kidding me? That's so funny. I thought you you watched the whole half of the movie. How did the tip of my index finger just get licked? (laughs) She laid down like nothing happened. Anyways, okay, Okay. that's fun. I love that. What a surprise. Okay, Okay, so this is what I figured out. Who I thought was the mayor was Tom... Wayne. Wayne. Mm-hmm. He just seemed like the mayor type. He's running for office. Okay, that might have been... There must have been, like, political signs or something. But, so there's all these clowns, like, yelling at the mayor. And, like, outside of the house. Like, this... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Building. And Joker sneaks away and, like, sneaks past security and gets inside. He, like, switches into a bellhop suit. So it must be like a hotel or something. Yeah. So he's just like walking around, like everything, no- like everything's normal. And then he like walks into the bathroom, and there's like another guy leaving. And then he sees Tom Wayne, and he's like confronts him, and he's like, "Dad." <laughs> and then Tom Tom Wayne says, "I'm not your your father. Your mother is crazy." And then um, Phoenix, and then Joker was pissed. Then he leaves and he goes to the um, Arkham Hospital. Wait, what is it called? Arkham. Arkham. Arkham Hospital. So he, the Wayne basically leaves and like tells Joker he's crazy and his mom is crazy and he just like walks away. Yeah. And so then um, Joker goes to the Arkham Hospital and he's like asking for a file of somebody, who eventually I figure out is like his mom's file. Is his mo- does his mom seem alive? I didn't see her at all. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if that was like. Well, someone called him and told him that somebody. You know what? Someone told him like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." So I think he. I think she died, and then he tried to go and get like him and his her and his dad's files from like this hospital. I see. And so while the guys like getting the files, Joker's like. How do people, how do crazy people end up here? Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, some people just, like, don't have anywhere else to go. They can't get the help. And Joker's like, oh, you know, I get it. I've done some things. I've really, 
I've done some bad things, you know, and he just starts laughing, and the security guy's, like, behind a gate, and he's like, you should probably try and get some help. I'm just, I'm, I just do the paperwork here, but I can't tell you anything, but you should get some help. And he's like, I can't give you this paperwork, I can't give you this file. And then Joker, like, they're, like, fighting over, but it's, like, through a gate, so then Joker steals it and he runs away. Mm. And then he finds out that... Tom Wayne isn't his dad. See, it would have been a lot weirder if Tom Wayne was his dad. It if they have. said that in this movie and no one... And if I hadn't heard about it in the four years since this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then it's just kind of like saying in their files that like... Delusion, psychosis, narcissist. Also, can I just say his mom is the like half-blind lady from American Horror Story season one? I feel like I can picture that, but I think I'm just picturing an old lady in a scary movie. Yeah. <laughs> but she's got, like, the horror movie vibes. She doesn't have, like, motherly vibes. Oh, and then in his dad's file, it says, Unknown child was abandoned, and then Phoenix is just laughing at the files. As he does. Um, I'm now realizing I'm very confused about the mom and dad. Because I didn't see the mom at all. But I wrote, Phoenix laughing at mother's file. So she must have died. Yeah, because she had, like, suffered a really bad stroke, and she was, like, in the hospital right. when I left. Um, Joker's in a girl's apartment. He seems to know this girl. It might be his neighbor. It might be his neighbor. Yeah. Uh, and then he just it just kind of shows him laughing in there for a while. And <laughs> yep. he keeps doing, like, finger guns at his head while he's laughing. Oh, yeah, so he, she, okay, that's how they first connected. The elevator broke down for half a second, and she was there with her little, little kid, and she looked at him and jokingly did, like, a gun to the head, Uh, and then when they got into the hall, he did it back, but, like, way more dramatic, followed by very strong laughter. Yeah. And she was still into it at that point. I I was wondering if this girl was, is supposed to be, like, the Harley Quinn in this universe, eventually. Oh, weird. I don't know. Joker said, "I haven't been happy one minute in my entire fucking life." Yeah, he says a lot of shit like that. That's like his stand-up comedy. I found out what happened to his mom. Oh, really? What does it say? Um, Joker pillow suffocated his mom <gasps> in the hospital. Wow, I'm so glad I took notes. <laughs> She's wow. dead. That's fucked up. She was probably going to die. Why would he kill his mom? He was mad at her because she lied about oh, Tom Wayne. But she couldn't help it. She was crazy. What he was doesn't. she going to do? Uh, he's, also, is he going to care? No. Nah. Um, yep, so he kills her. And then Joker puts on this suit, and he's like sitting in his apartment, and he's watching TV. He's watching the Murray guy on TV. He's interviewing someone named Ethan. And so, like, while they're doing, while he's watching the TV, he's imitating Ethan the whole time, like, as if he's on the show. And, like, Mm. he's obviously watched this before. See, this is why I wasn't sure when he was in the audience if it was real or if he was just like, I really like watching Murray on TV. (laughs) Right. And so then Ethan does this thing on TV where he's, like, going to tell a joke and he goes, knock, knock. But Joker pulls out a real gun, puts it to his head and, like, fake shoots himself. But we know While he has still a, he's his, got a fucking yeah, trigger finger the, though, so. Yeah. But he does he's still in his um 
apartment. So then after he does this, he starts, like, after he finished watching it, he starts dyeing his hair green, putting on his Joker makeup. And then these two guys showed up to his apartment, and they were just, like, checking in on him. They might have been, were the cops were looking for him still, was it those guys? Um, it was one, like, really tall, big guy and one really small guy. They didn't seem like cops. They were. Like, they seemed like his friends. Oh, they might have been other clowns? Maybe. They weren't dressed up. I was, don't think they were clowns. Was the small guy real short? Yeah. I think they might have been clowns. Oh, really? Yeah, we saw all the clowns out of their makeup in their locker room. Oh, okay. And they were, like, kind of worried about him. Got, yeah, so they came in while he has, like, half of his Joker makeup on, and he's, like, shirtless. And um, they're just, like, talking to him and how he's doing, and he's, like... He's saying, oh, he stopped taking his medication. Because it got canceled because mm-hmm. social services have That's been cut. That's crazy. Um, and they're just kind of like, have you seen all this stuff that's going on? There's like all these clown riots and everything. And they're trying to like... <laughs> You're missing the clown riots. <laughs> and they're like still trying to like figure out what's going on with him. And then he brutally murders the big guy. Like smashes his head in. And there's blood everywhere. The little guy, the, the other guy's in a corner, like, hiding. Because he's like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Yeah, for real, why? And then Joker starts laughing, and then he sits down. He's like, just go. Get out of here. And he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. Just go. And then when the guy's walking up, Joker, like, jumps at him. And then he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. And then he's laughing, laughing, laughing next to the dead body. There's blood all over his face. And then the guy tries to leave the apartment. And... The chain is the chain lock is on top of the door and he can't reach the chain lock. That's fucked up. And he walks back to Joker. He's like, "Can you please just unlock the chain? Can you help me out?" And then Joker's laughing and laughing, but then he just lets him out and just lets him leave. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um. Wait. So. Go ahead. What? I was gonna say he doesn't get caught for this crime. How is he ever on the street again? How is he a free man? I guess it's Gotham. So then, right after that, he leaves. He's in full makeup. He's got the suit on. He does the walk downstairs. He does he his little dance downstairs. Oh. It was a great dance. Wow. It was really good. Um, oh, and then det- while he's going down the stairs, detectives come up to him and say, we need to talk. Phoenix runs away, or Joker runs away from them. And there's just, like, this huge chase scene throughout the trains. And then in all of the trains are full of clowns. Oh, that's fun. And so then he, like, ends up getting a mask at some point. And so they bas- they kind of lose him. But they, like, shoot someone. Someone gets shot on the train. But... I would not like to be in a train car with a fired weapon. That sounds so scary. No way. Um, okay, so Joker escapes. And then he's about to get interviewed on Murray. I don't know why. I thought that there was, like... I don't know if, like, Murray called him out after, like, they saw, or, like, if he reached out to Murray after they saw, like, the stand-up thing. Oh, but he, right. But it seems like he's genuinely going onto the show. And he asked, he asked Murray to call him Joker. Mm. When he comes out, and he's like, are you sure? You want me to just say Arthur? And he's like, no, no, that's what you called me before on the show. Yeah, he said, look at this Joker. So he's like, all right. Before he comes out... Murray's like, hey, what's with the makeup? Are you, like, part of this clown protest? What's going on? And he's like, nope. This is just how I wanted to... This is just what I wanted to wear. Lift people's spirit and laugh a little bit. Until Murray introduces him as a... As a, um... As Joker. Murray's just kind of like... 
talking about, you know... That's Robert De Niro? Mm-hmm. This is my first Robert De Niro movie. Is it really? Probably. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. I'm just still processing um, that information. <laughs> so, yeah, Murray's just like, this isn't political. He's just trying to make people laugh, which I think is great. Uh, Joker pulls out his diary, and then this is when the... It was like looking in a mirror? Yeah. Because you're... Alexis's pen died, apparently. And looking... It looks like all lines are irrelevant. Yeah. And then there's just some (laughs) crazy colored pencil scribbles on, like, 50 pages of notes. Um, but then that... I started to get really annoyed. It was, like, getting so dull. (laughs) So I started taking notes on my phone. Smart. Um, okay, so then... Joker pulls out his diary. He starts telling jokes. There's, again, not jokes. Knock, knock, who's there? It's the police, ma'am. Your son has been hit by a drunk driver. He's dead. Right. And then the other person who's on the show is like, you can't tell that joke. That's not funny. And then Joker says, it's been a rough few weeks, Murray, after I killed the three uh, Wall Street guys. (gasps) He says that on TV? (laughs) And Murray says, what's the punchline? And he says, no punchline. My life is a comedy. You think killing those guys is a comedy? Comedy is subjective. Audience decides what's right or wrong, same as funny or not. Oh. The three men couldn't carry a tune to save their life. If it were my body, you would walk all over me. Everybody is bad, no one gets me. And then Murray's like, not everybody's awful, and he's like trying to like figure out what to say with him. But he keeps kind of asking, like, you're serious right now. You killed those three people. And he's like, yep, I sure did. And then, out of nowhere... Joker, I mean, it's not of nowhere. Joker shoots Murray dead. He kills On Murray. live television. Oh, no. Everyone runs out of the studio. Um, the streets are all rioting. Everything's on fire. They get Joker in a cop car because, I mean, they all knew where he was. They probably have security there. Mm. And so he's just riding around looking at the streets, just like going crazy with just covered in clowns and fire. I think I've seen like a screenshot yeah. of this. Yeah. A bunch of clowns is driving an ambulance. T-boned the cop car and the cops are all passed out and they pull a joker out of there and they just like put him on top of the cop car and eventually he like wakes up. Do you think this movie would have been possible without the purge? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, I thought this might have been important because they like... Sh- stare down it for so long but there was like a movie like there's like a movie theater and it said now showing Zoro the gay blade but it just stayed looking at that for like 15 seconds so I wasn't sure if it mattered it doesn't sound familiar to me mm. Mm. oh and then um one of the clowns you see them kill Bruce Wayne's parents I think <gasps> it looked I they were like right outside of a theater and he shoots these two adults down and there's just a kid sitting there. Is so it I'm, Bruce? I think it's Bruce. Wow. I think it's supposed to be. Because then later Joker's like walking through the town and he sees like baby Bruce standing there and he just like laughs and keeps walking. And then eventually Joker, it shows him like in a psych ward. Mm-hmm. And he's just like in there smoking a cig with someone writing notes. Yeah, Joker's just like walking down the psych ward with and there's like blood all over his feet so he's looking like bloody footprints everywhere and then he does his little dancey dance at the end again he killed someone inside the psych ward 
I don't know if he killed someone in the psych ward. It didn't show that, or if they just like took him off of the bloody streets and put him right in. Yeah, <laughs> just walked right down yeah. the hall, tracking blood. Yeah, but yeah, that's the uh, that's what happened in Joker. Wow, what a film! Yeah, I get why people like it. I get why Joaquin yeah. Phoenix was highly praised. Oh yeah, for sure. That's funny that it was like a class issue movie in 2019 rather than 2020 or later. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what, like, Batman and his villains are always kind of like. Yeah, and I don't know a lot about Batman, but knowing that in the Robert Pattinson Batman, the Mm -hmm. Riddler also took issue with the Wayne family being, like, influenced by corruption and money. Yeah. I did have that to work with in my brain. Yeah. So, I think I've seen the two most important Batman movies now. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad that they made this movie with Joaquin Phoenix. I just don't understand why Jared Leto ever happened. I don't totally get it. Cause because I get- after Heath Ledger, also it was like, what are they going to do? Because he did such a great Joker. Joaquin Phoenix is like the only person who could follow up, you know? Well, for Suicide Squad, I think it's supposed to be like Silly. brighter, yeah, younger. But that doesn't necessarily mean Jared Leto. <laughs> I mean, okay, you know what? I just remembered that, like, Pete Davidson's in Suicide Squad. Like, yeah, it's kind for of like a- half a second. Yeah, yeah, they've got, like, a bunch of just, like, younger, bright yeah, people. Right. However, Jared Leto is neither young nor bright, so <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, he worked, but yeah. I don't understand. No. Jared Leto is to the Joker what Funko Pops are to human beings. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> like, I am so sorry to interrupt, but I need to promote to you the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash nermernermer, and it has a bunch of episodes on it from Jawbreakers Podcast. It's got a bunch of wallpapers that I've been putting up weekly for the $6 tier. There are now only two tiers of our Patreon. It's the $2 tier and the $6 tier. Do you know what that means? It means you can afford it. So if you want to throw us a couple bucks to keep this show running strong, I would love that. I'm saving up for actual equipment. Can you believe it? So if you want to do that, it's patreon.com slash There's bonus episodes, there's digital content, and there's also like fun updates and stuff. So if you wanted to go over there, there's also a public facing feed now. If you wanted, you can make like a one-time purchase and get like a few wallpapers if you want to just support us with a couple dollars. If you don't, it's also very supportive and helpful to just listen to the show and tell your friends and leave reviews. So thank you so much for doing that. And back to the exorcist or whatever. So, do you felt like you knew what was going on in The Exorcist before you started watching it? Like, before any? Yeah. I thought there's a little girl who needs an exorcism. Okay. Have you seen, like, clips and stuff of The Exorcist? The original one? Like, I grew up, like, me and my friends would, like, show each other, like, jump scares with The Exorcist. There was that one you showed me. We would send each other pictures of her all the time. Because we were terrified of her. In my eyes, like, I've heard of people who walked out of this movie when it was showing. Like, in my eyes, this is the scariest movie of all time. I had never had any intention of watching it. Mm-hmm. And boy, was I relieved when you pickered that wheel and you got Joker's sis. <laughs> because then you had to watch the second half. Yeah, is I'm the really first gonna... half of The Exorcist good? I just thought the second half has got to be the most scary. Maybe it is. 
So, <laughs> all right. So it starts off. They're in northern Iraq. Okay, that's a surprise. Yeah. So they're just kind of like digging for shit, looking for jewels and statues. Oh, are they gonna? Okay, sorry. It didn't occur to me that they would even explain how she got possessed. But now it sounds like they might. So go ahead. Um, kind of. Um, so they're just like looking for shit. There was some stuff that I didn't really know what happened. Like there was no follow up on my half and there's this like old white guy there and at one point he's like looking at this little like head of something and he says like um evil against evil and he was just like holding that head and then later on he's like walking through iraq and then he finds a full statue with that head on it and there's like dogs fighting and like everybody around there's like looking at him like he's not supposed to be there and then cut to Washington, <laughs> and um, there's a mom, and she's, like, sitting alone. She's, like, sitting in a room. Um, Does she have bangs? Yes, it's okay. that lady. <laughs> Just making sure we're on the same page. And um, I don't think I ever got her name. She's hearing, like, loud noises in the attic, mm-hmm. and she's, like, going and looking around, and then she goes in her daughter's room, and the window's open, and... She, the next day, she, like, tells someone, like, oh, there's rats in the attic. Like, you go put, you gotta put some, you gotta put some traps, it's rats in in the attic. And they're like, no, there's not. And apparently this lady's, like, a movie star, and her boyfriend is a director of a movie. So, she goes to the movie set, blah, 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 and then she eventually, sorry, I just, just, I was just describing the movie, but I don't think the movie matters at all. That she was acting in. <laughs> um, and then we cut to, like, this priest in an apartment. And he's, like, going to help his mom, who, like, lives there alone. And she's old. And then it cuts back to the mom. And she pulls out a Ouija board. And she was like, oh, do you know how to use this? And Reagan, the daughter, was like, oh, I found it in a closet. I know how to use it. I've been using it. And then they, like, set the Ouija board down. And the the tracker thing just, like jumping around and it won't let the mom touch it she's like why won't you let me play and she's like it's not me it's captain howdy she's like who's captain howdy oh i talk to him sometimes and then the daughter's like going to bed and she's like that her birthday's coming up so they're just talking about her birthday for a while what is her sign i don't know oh unfortunately (laughs) um and then they bring up who her mom is dating, which is... I can't, I couldn't hear if his name was Bert or Bark. <laughs> One of those two. One of those two. Um, so the daughter's asking Bark. about him. She, the, Reagan seems to be like, pro-Bark. She's like, no, he can come to my birthday. And the mom's like, oh, don't even worry about him. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> and then it cuts to the priest having beer with another priest. Um, Did you know... Can priests drink? Apparently, and smoke cigarettes. I also saw a priest drinking. Yeah. And I wrote down, like, what? They were at a bar. They were, like, in public. They were both in their, like... In their thing. Uniform. Yeah. Yeah. In their uniform. Um, really clean priest uniforms. In yeah. this. Re- like, some of the finest I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're having a beer, and, like, the younger priest wants out of his job. He's saying he's, like, lost his faith. It has to do with, like, his mom. Like, he wants this to This is like, the be guy with, like, the mom. square face? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it keeps cutting back to him. And they keep telling him, like, no, no, like, 
You love it. <laughs> um, and then the cut back to mom. She's calling Reagan's dad. Reagan's dad isn't answering. Reagan's dad just seems to be like MIA. Um, Reagan's bed starts shaking, which I watched a documentary on exorcisms one time, and they said that the first thing that starts to happen when people get possessed is their bed starts shaking. And so I'm, that's fact yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Wow. So her bed starts shaking. Um, oh gosh, this is when I switched to the, the colored, colored pencil. pencil. <laughs> um, and mom hears things in the attic. She's looking again for rats. And then, let's see. Someone defaced a statue at the church. The priest... Oh, his name is Demi. The priest ends up putting his mom like in a home. This kind of sounds like the Joker. Yeah, I was kind of confused. Wait, so that movie is just called Joker? Is Exorcist called The? Yeah, I think so. Okay, go ahead. And like his mom's really pissed at him that she's in the hospital. And then we cut back to Reagan is at the doctor and he's saying that she just has nerves. And the mom's like, her bed was shaking. That's not nerves. Like something's wrong. And they're like, mm, no, they're just they're just gaslighting this girl for the entire half of the movie. And then they show again later on Reagan's Reagan's bed that night is literally like jumping and like flopping her. She's like her body is flopping all around. The mom's freaking out. Um, so then they take her to like another thing to like. Oh, and then at this point Reagan's like spits on a nurse. They bring home a doctor and she's like spitting on a nurse and like cursing and she's like you fucking bastard. They take her to the hospital again. And the doctor's like, the problem is with your daughter's brain, not her bed. And they, like, put her in surgery. They're doing all these, like, brain scans. And they're saying, like, nothing's wrong with the brain. And she's, like, screaming and cursing and flailing by the end. And um, and then the doctor's saying, like, oh, it's just split temporal. She has personality. Oh, also, this movie came out in 1973. I don't know when it takes place. I think, yeah. Probably around then. And then... They're like, there's around 100 split personality cases in the world. This might be, she might be one. And I was like, wow. Wow, that is nuts. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, but that every time they do like an x-ray or any sort of scan, they all come back normal. Um, mm, maybe something else is going on. Right. And then mom gets home and like all of the lights in the apartment are like turning on and off and like going crazy. Um, Reagan's window is open again and it's like freezing in there. And then someone comes home and they're like, I'm sure you've heard the news. And they're like, what? And they're like, Burke is dead. Burke. But then right before Oh, his that, name was Burke. Yeah. Right yeah. before that, the like nanny or whatever. Because um, mom was like, why did you leave the Burke window Burke Dennings? Open? Yeah. I've heard of him. Like in real life? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was like, why was her window open? And she was like, well, Burke came over and he was going to watch her. I'm sorry. And like. And then they come in and say that Burke is dead. And he was, like, at the top of a hill or something. And then he, like, fell down. But then they say that... Okay, well, he's at the top of the hill. At this point, you're like, did Reagan push him off the hill? Like, what's going on? Um, They bring, like, a priest over to see Reagan. And she's saying, like, someone is inside of me and she wants him to leave. And he's like, who are you? Get out of there. Um, <laughs> this is not Demi. This is a different priest. Um, and Reagan bites the priest. And then, um, the priest leaves. <laughs> and then a detective asks Demi about Bert. 
and witchcraft. Oh, right. And then we cut, sorry, we cut to the priest, Demi. He's like running mm-hmm. around a track. And um, a detective comes up to him and he's like, hey, have you heard about Burke Dennings? And he's like, yeah, I mean, what I've seen in the papers. And then he starts telling him, like, how his death didn't make any sense. And when they found him, his head was completely turned around. Backwards? Yeah. And they're like, couldn't that have happened from the fall? And he was like, no. no. And he asked him about, like, witchcraft. And then that was it. When I ended, he was still talking to the priest. So, yeah, so it was the priest and the the cop. Yeah. Mustache cop. Yeah. I wrote dude cop to describe him the whole time because I started to write just dude, and then I realized most there was a lot of yeah. dudes to work with. Okay, yeah, so I couldn't tell. So I'm jumping right in. I was like, is this guy a priest or is he a psychiatrist? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure that out, and I kept going back to how I described him and crossing out and writing the other. It was he was both. Okay, he, he was both. Did you get that he was both? Um, he was part no. psychiatrist, part priest. Interesting. So yeah, guy with hat and mustache was talking to a psychiatrist, maybe a reverend, who wants to disclose about a patient. He's basically threatening him, like you need to tell the cop is threatening the priest like you need to tell me about this patient this girl that you saw and the priest is like i'm not going to say anything about her she's my patient i'm bound by laws and the dude's like you have to tell me anyway so then we cut to monitoring a little girl that's super possessed the doctors are telling the mother that there's nothing wrong with her and the mother's like oh my god do you have eyes yeah what the fuck 80 doctors have now told me the same exact thing that nothing's wrong with her but clearly she's dying (laughs) Hello. Right. The doctor then on the low is like, hey, have you heard of an exorcism? This is the first 45 seconds I'm watching it. (laughs) Like, you want to try that? And the mom was like, to be honest with you, I don't give a flying fuck. Because if she's going to die, then I may as well try anything. They're like, we wouldn't really do this normally because it's such a weird thing to bring up because they don't really do exorcisms anymore. Possession isn't even real. We're all scientists here. But, like, on the off chance it was real, do you want to try this? And she's like, literally do whatever you want. My daughter's going to die anyway, so you might as well try. And she's she's a little skeptical. She's like, a witch doctor's going to have to do what? And they're like, let's do it. <laughs> they take her home from the observation. Cop looks like the neighborhood watch guy silhouette. Yeah, he does. <laughs> they get home. There's a cross under the kid's pillow. And everyone's like, the mom is like freaking out, asking like everybody in the house who put this here. I don't even remember if she got an answer, but she's concerned about that. The cop dude then explains that a man was killed out the girl's window. They were doing a lot of weird zooming with the camera, just back and forth, in and out. I found it exhausting. Uh, the cop keeps asking the mom if Mr. Dennings was in the child's room that night. And I kept being confused. I figured out later on it was when he was pushed out the window. But the cop just kept being like, say, that night, where was uh, (laughs) Mr. Burke Dennings? Go see your child or what? And the mom's like, no, Burke was not in my child's room. What are you talking about? Also, she's sick. She didn't push a full-grown man out a window. What are you talking about? But the cop just keeps showing up. And then he's like, after he badgers this woman about her daughter and Mr. Dennings, he's like, 
hey, can I get it, your autograph? And I'm like, why the fuck does he want the mom's autograph? <laughs> and he's like, I want your autograph for my daughter. And she's like, sure, what's your daughter's name? And he's like, oh, I'm kidding, it's for me. And I'm like, what is that about? <laughs> She's in the movies, apparently, so is Burke Dennings. That's why everyone cares about him. Yeah. I was very lost on that point, because I was like, weird move to ask this woman for her autograph. <laughs> Then the, the second the cop leaves out the front door, the second the cop leaves, there is screaming coming out of the girl's room. Just, and you hear, like, th- objects being thrown, whatever. Yeah. Mom is like, all right, time to go look at that. So she goes upstairs, goes into the child's room. The girl is stabbing herself in the vagina. Just over That's and over. Right. And there is blood... <laughs> And there's objects flying around the room. There's shit hitting the walls, windows open, everything's crazy. She's freaking out. Um, there, I think there's, like, maybe a, a nanny or somebody who lives yeah. in the house. Because she tries to come up, and the, uh, the door, like, slams closed before the nanny can come in, and the girl's, like, attacking her mom via all these objects. Yeah. Then we cut back to the priest, uh, turns out he was a priest first, and then he was sent through med school under the priesthood, and he's kind- he's talking to the girl's mom, the possessed girl's mom. They're, like, walking through a courtyard, and she's like, hey, um, so, like, hypothetically, like, what if we were to do an exorcism? I've heard of that. And he was like, oh, what?! <laughs> she's like i don't know like i just kind of like heard like through the grapevine that you might be able to like do an exorcism and he's like well we'd have to prove because i'd have to get proof i've seen this in a few horror movies now i cannot believe you have to like go through the bureaucracy to like go up through the church to be like can i please exorcism yeah, that's crazy i kind of get it but also what are we doing here so he's like i'm not gonna just do i mean how often are people doing exorcisms when there doesn't need to be an exorcism and also, what it well, he was he kept saying, "I'm I don't want to do more harm than good," as if like doing an exorcism when there's not a demon would do harm, which I don't see how that's possible. It might make a person crazy. He was like, "Well, if she's just crazy, I don't want to like pretend. I don't want to like Add play this into it. Into it, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess, but also I felt like even the two times I saw this possessed girl, that it was pretty obvious she was possessed. <laughs> yeah. Then I wrote, "Is this Al Pacino?" It's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then they get back home. She wants to show the priest, like, my daughter's possessed. There's just possession noises going all yeah. throughout the house. Um, then he goes up there and he's, like, trying to taunt the demon, if there is a demon, by saying all this weird stuff. And she gets mad, so she projectile vomits into his face and mouth. Mm-hmm. Then the priest is like, nah, nah, mom with bangs, I think she's just crazy. Because I, he sprinkled holy water on her and it didn't do anything. No, it did. She reacted to it, but it wasn't actually holy water, it turns out. Uh, so he would like throw holy water and she's like, ow, eh, uh, I'm a demon. Eh. And then he gets back down and he's like, it wasn't actually holy water. She's faking. Also, at this point, her face is, like, cracked open. I was gonna ask if her face It's, like, getting crazy. nasty yeah. in there. It's getting gross. But the priest is still not sold on it. So he leaves. The cop is, like, watching the priest leave the house. Cut to... I guess the priest is gonna try again or something. She's in a bed that's, like, padded with stuff now. Because they don't... 
the way this movie moves is they just like do the next scene. Yeah. So like I couldn't tell if it was like her house where they just like wrapped all the furniture up in like blankets or if this was like a hotel room or a doctor's office or something but regardless she's in a bed that's super padded now and the priest is fucking with her she oh he's like we need proof that she's doing something that the child couldn't do by herself so if she starts speaking another language or something right that's proof enough for me to take it to the higher ups the mom tells the priest hey i gotta tell you something um, my daughter pushed Burke Dennings out a window. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely killed that guy. After, she was already, it was already like, hey, if I tell a priest something, is it, like, confidential? And she's like, if I tell a doctor something, is it confidential? Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyways, my daughter definitely killed that guy. <laughs> they take the tape home, and they're like, that's English, but it's English backwards. So, that's crazy. Maybe she is possessed. <laughs> Middle of the night, priest is in bed. Mom calls up and is like, hey, stupid. Remember when you said my daughter wasn't possessed? Come over right now. Wait till you see. So the priest <laughs> priest goes over there. The room is negative 20 degrees. Everyone can see their breath. Uh-huh. Everything's just like floating. It is a full possession room. It is crazy in there. And the priest is like, yep, that's possessed. So he... <laughs> <laughs> next day he's at the higher up priest's office and that's where you get the old guy who i think you saw in iraq yeah um and he, the old guy's like hmm perhaps an exorcism and he wants to be the one to do the exorcism he's like i've got so much experience he doesn't have an accent i've yeah. got so much experience doing exorcisms perhaps maybe not you young man maybe you shouldn't be the exorcist maybe i should be the exorcist and there's this whole scene where like these two old priests are talking about who should do the exorcism. And also, it's obvious they recorded all the dialogue after the fact, and it was put back in, because it doesn't match up to their lips, like, barely matches up. And it just looks weird, and it's hard to watch. And then... Yeah, so then cut to, we're in the house, they're prepping for the exorcism, everyone's wearing, like, their best priest uniform. The younger one's trying to tell the older one some background on the situation. He's like, I'd just love to tell you more about, like, what this girl has going on, what I've witnessed before you go in there. And the older one's like, "Mm, no, I know a lot more than you. Oh, my gosh. Fool. Bad idea. Bad idea. Uh, Also, I guess the younger priest's mom had just died. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because he, like, put her in the hospital. And the last I saw of her, she was like, why did you prick me here? She was pissed. Yeah. So... The possessed girl keeps bringing up stuff about his mom. And he had tried to ask, like, did you tell her that my mom died or anything? Like, is there anything like that? And the possessed girl's mom's like, no, why would I tell her that? Right. And he's like, I don't know. She just keeps saying stuff. But she keeps being like, your mom's here in hell with me and she's sucking a cock. Like, just crazy, yeah. crazy shit. Um, and then the priests are just, like, praying while the child makes gross sounds and, like, throws up on herself for a long time. They're just praying and praying, and the child is, I don't know, like, farting and burping and swearing. Yeah. Which is the scariest thing that anyone could think of that year, I guess. (laughs) The bed is lifting off the ground. They're just still praying. Uh, More screaming and vomiting. Child yells, shove it up your ass, you faggot. Uh, The demon (laughs) child brings up the priest's mom again. It keeps really pushing on that wound power of christ compels you times 800 million 
while the child was floating. They did that for so long. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> oh my god. I do not think Christ was in the room. <laughs> I like got used to looking at the vomit and the gross child. That's how long it took. Yeah. It started to look normal. Did she walk down the stairs backwards? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Uh, wait, maybe she did. I actually don't... I was kind of... She didn't do as much... There was, like, tiny moments where she was, like, twisted or, like, yeah. upside down or whatever. Not, Not as much as much. I expected. Hmm. Uh, the So the, the child, like, whacks the younger priest pretty hard, so he excuses himself. He's had enough for this moment. Mm-hmm. And leaves just the older priest in there by himself. And the younger priest, like, goes to the bathroom and, like, pops a pill in the bathroom. I'm trying to... Wow, these notes get blurry. (laughs) Okay, so, no. The older priest went to the bathroom and popped a pill. While the younger priest is being taunted by the demon girl in his own mom's voice. And she's like, Timmy! Remember when... That was creepy. And that's when the younger one's like, okay, I need a second. He goes out. The possessed girl's mom is out, like, in the foyer. Mm -hmm. They're hanging out. He has a stiff scotch (laughs) on his break from the exorcism. No ice. (laughs) The mom's like, you want some ice? He's like, no. Room temp is good. Wow. So he's, like, got his scotch. (laughs) And the mom's like, you think she's going to die? And he goes, no. Like, confidently, no, she's not going to die. Which I didn't like for some reason. I didn't like that he was like, nah, that bitch is going to be around forever. That's kind of the vibe. (laughs) Yeah. Which I was like, I feel like this child could still die. I don't know. At the expense of the demon. Like, the demon might be fine. (laughs) And they're also having this problem where they're like, well, this can't be a possession because he's not saying he's a demon. He's saying he's the devil. Uh... But he was the devil. Right. Hello. The demon also just makes a sound the whole time. Like, never pauses. He's just always going like, Yeah. So, once he is done... Oh, yeah. A surprise visit from the cop at Uh, this time. Jesus Christ. Does the cop not see that, like... Clearly something's going... The cop's showing back up to be like, I think Mr. Dennings was murdered. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. We'll deal with it later. Like, there's shit going on. So the cop shows up. The young priest is like, we've got to figure out what's going on. So he goes back up there. Guess what? Old priest dead. Oh, no. Yeah, the possessed girl definitely killed old priest while he was up there by himself. Maybe he should have listened. Maybe he should have listened. But then young priest gets pissed because he just... I mean, the demon just killed old priest. So young priest... Pulls the little girl out of the bed, starts beating the shit out of her. He has had it. <laughs> he, just, he just told her mom she's gonna live, took a swig of scotch, and started beating the shit out of this child. Then he's like beating the child, talk addressing the demon inside the child. You gotta get out of there. I'm done. Like you gotta leave. Enter me. If you have to enter somebody enter my body then but like leave this child alone like i've had enough so the demon enters the priest and the second the demon enters the priest the priest throws himself out the window and dies and kills the demon wow and then (laughs) yeah and then the 
girl and the mom are Just back to normal moving out of that house i think okay good. or going on a trip at least they were planning a trip they were talking about going on a trip i forgot where to uh yeah and then the mom tells some other priest who's there she doesn't remember a thing and they're like cool what's up reagan reagan's like not much going on a trip and then the credits roll and the Exorcist orchestral music plays at the end. And then I read all of the tit- all of the names of everybody, and I was like, I didn't catch any of that. Well, it was like Father Whoever, and I was like, I didn't, I don't know any of these fathers' names. No. They were all just walking around going, "Hello, Father. Hello, Father." Yeah. So the little girl did live and was completely fine. Was she was she still like cut up and stuff? No. I would, like, literally... The second the demon left, she was just normal Reagan? Well, then it kind of just, like, cut away. Yeah. I, she was... Well, she did... They showed her, like, she was a little bloodied. Yeah. Because she was just crawling along the ground, and the mom was, like, skeptical. Yeah. Because she wanted to approach her child, but also, what if there's still a demon in there? But, yeah, she was, like, bleeding a little, but she wasn't, like... At, she was much better looking immediately. Wow. What'd you think of it? Did you like it? Did you... Was there any, like, exorcism stuff happening? Like, so you didn't see any of the exorcism. But was there any, like, possession... Did you see scary possession stuff in your half? A little bit. Like, when she was in the bed and, like, getting thrown around, she uh, started, like, yeah. cursing and stuff. And, like, she started to get, like, some, like, scratches on her face. Mm-hmm. But that was... Well, also... The there was that one priest that did go there. And he was like, is there someone inside of you? And she was like, Yes. And, like, her voice was starting to get, like, gross. I feel like she probably threw up. I know she, like, spit on the priest. When the priest also showed up and was like, oh, this is definitely a possession, it was all cold in there. And there was also, he, like, pulled back the blanket and showed her stomach. And someone was spelling from the inside, help me, as if they were, like, writing on a mirror, but they were, like, pushing on her stomach from the inside. Which I think part of why this movie is fun... Is because this is 50 years ago, so it's not CGI. Oh, yeah. So they, like... But that's also part of what makes it kind of corny, because you know that this is a girl wearing a mask. Yeah. And these are all physical props. So it doesn't hit as hard 50 years later. it looks ridiculous. It's an insane color and consistency, and it's clearly being, like, shot out of a squirt gun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I think think Arthur, a.k.a. Joker, had more visible bruising than Reagan did by the end of the movie. Probably. Because they actually bothered to, like, bruise him. Rather than Reagan, who was just a perfectly normal little girl. (laughs) What's the name of the actress who played Reagan? Oh, I was looking at her IMDb, but it looks like she's just, like, a horror cameo. Yeah. I don't remember. I've read that she was, like, not happy after doing (laughs) The Exorcist. I wasn't sure. Watching it, because I was like, wow, they made this girl deliver a lot of really harsh lines for a child to deliver well she said basically she was like fucked up from it for a while because it was like traumatic (laughs) i heard that about i feel like i've heard something like that from the kid from the shining as well believe it or not wow hmm maybe they shouldn't (laughs) make a kid say fuck you bastard well, I was wondering. I was wondering about the exorcist. I've never heard anything about it. I believe that that child had a bad time. I was wondering about it because I was like, I guess a lot of what we're seeing is stuff she wouldn't be able to see exactly, like her face. Yeah, is t- 
horrifying, but she can't see it. So I was hoping that maybe she had fun. Right. Like, just thrashing around in a bed. But it sounds like maybe that was not the case. Also, to just, like, be in a room shooting with a bunch of people dressed as priests doesn't sound fun. And, like, there is going to be, like, yelling and mm-hmm. scary moments. Yeah. yeah. Well, glad I got that one under my belt. Do you wish you had seen the other half of The Exorcist? No. Do you wish you had seen the other half of The Joker? Or, sorry, Joker? Joker. <laughs> uh, though I feel like I, thought I saw the, mo- the more fun parts. Mm. I would have watched it. What about you? Well, the thing is now, one thing that's fun about the old switcheroo, uh-huh. if someone brings up, let's watch this movie later, you can still have a new experience. That's true. And if and if no one ever brings it up again, you can still say you've seen it. I, can you say you've seen it, or do you have to clarify? I don't know. Cause Are also, you putting I don't this know. in letterbox? Let's see, when I put... When I put Barbenheimer in Letterboxd, which was also a 50-50 situation, uh-huh. I didn't I didn't review it or leave any star rating. I just put that I watched it okay. so that it appears in my watch list. But I didn't feel comfortable, like, addressing, like... Right. Well, like, someone the other day asked me, have you seen Barbie? And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then they kept talking about it, and then I was like, I only saw the second half. <laughs> it's funny for Barbie because... It's still in theaters. It's still in theaters. So something happened. <laughs> also, the second half? Like, what did you... You showed up late? <laughs> like, if it, the first half, something could have happened. I had to leave. Yeah, I had the same conversation with someone yesterday. Like, you see Barbie, it's only the first half. Just, did you walk out? <laughs> In a sense, yes. I did walk out. I sir, I didn't return. No. All uh, right. Fuck Mary. Wait, do you have something to say? No. Do you want to still do fuck Mary Go? Because I do. Mm-hmm. I was thinking just top build cast, and unless there's a movie that ever has a child in the right. top three. Right. We're not gonna put Reagan in there. Right. <laughs> but she's also not top three. I don't think. Okay, let's start with Joker. Joker. Uh. Okay, the <laughs> FMK top build cast of Joker: Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, and Zazie Beetz as the neighbor woman. <laughs> um, I'm gonna kill Robert De Niro because he's the oldest, and I feel like he's made his mark. You know, like he's done what he's needed to do. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be fine with that. I think he would give his life to allow Joaquin and. Zazie beats to live. I, I don't want to marry Joaquin Phoenix. I think I'm gonna fuck Joaquin Phoenix and marry Zazie beats. I have the same answer. I just. I actually want to marry her because she seems very reliable. <laughs> and tolerant. Uh huh. I don't understand what. It looks like the character's name is Sophie. I don't totally <laughs> understand what what her thing was, but she seems cool. Yeah. I'd like to hang out. I don't want to hang out with Joker. No, I don't want to hang out with Joker. And I also feel like character... I mean, killing Joker might not be the worst thing. But to let Murray live? No. Murray's not better than Joker, I don't think. In my humble opinion. No, I think Joker kind of had a point. Yeah, I think Murray was just a leech, honestly. Yeah. And what's the other movie called? The Exorcist. 
Oh, yep. Okay, so <laughs> skipping Reagan, we have Ellen Burstyn as Chris. I think she might be the mom. Mm-hmm. We've got old man priest, and then we've got cop that looks like neighborhood watch guy. So wow. mom, old man priest, and neighborhood watch guy cop with mustache. Ooh, okay. I had to look him up because he looks so familiar. The only movie I've seen with him in it, he's juror number three in 12 Angry Men. (laughs) I don't feel like I remember that movie well enough. Right. Maybe you do. I'm marrying mom. She's nice. Mm -hmm. She believes in herself. She knows when to fight the fight. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't want to fuck anybody. I don't either. In the Exorcist universe? I kind of want the old man to die. But now I have to fuck the crime watch guy? I also don't like that guy. He's I don't think age. he deserves sex. I think he should become an incel. I think I think society should withhold sex from him. Actually, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to fuck old man priest just to just to withhold sex it. from the cop. Yeah. I want to call I want to kill the cop. Yeah, same. Especially when he showed up in the middle of the night to be like him. Yeah, a, a bit of an event. What is this your first case? What do you if you don't solve this case, you're gonna fuck, get fired? Yeah, he was just obsessed. Maybe he was trying to get in the mom's pants or something. Maybe. Cause he was fucking weird to her. He said one of her movies he saw six times. Hello, Vienna, come here. Come here, Vienna. I don't even know what I just said. Vienna, hi. What are you doing? Is that dog in the trapped building? What is going on? I don't know. It's been barking for like a week. I know. Yeah. Where did I it was come wondering from? that. I don't know. I think somebody who lives in this alley is like maybe got their dog tied up outside. Just because of how clearly we can hear it barking. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has been like a week. Yeah. I think somebody's got their dog like on a mm. chain or something. Um, yeah. What was your FMK for? Um, same. The mom was fine. But I, but I'm not marrying old man priest. No way. Wait, is he rich? But then you have to, like... I don't think he's rich. I don't... I think the mom also might be, like... They have a nice house. Yeah, she's, like, a really well-known actress. Yeah. They have, like, a house with, like, security. Or, like, a gate thing, you know? She has a cool car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm marrying mom for sure. Great. Well... Um, if you have any suggestions for movies... They out. don't have to be the same exact length. No, yeah. So, like, basically, same exact length is fun, but we can always work it out. And also, we might not do two movies every time. Right, we could always do, like, a... We might do other things, yeah. but, like, in general... Also, I'm thinking as far as movies we've seen or not, if you can't summarize it beyond, like, half a sentence, I feel like it's still fair game, even if you've seen yeah. it. Like there's movies that I've I know I've seen, but, but like I might only be able happened. to tell you like one line about. Yeah, I want to do like a good twist one, you know. I want one that's gonna be impo- I want I want to watch one where the second half is impossible without the first half. Yeah, Something I've like never that. seen Inception. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I know that movie pretty well. Yeah, so. we could always do like a. Maybe you watch like the first part of Inception and the last part of Inception. There's there's a lot of wiggle room here. Yeah. So, any ideas? Hit us up. Making oh. lists all the time. Don't forget to use the picker wheel. Oh, yep. 
and pickerwheel.com for all your picking needs. <laughs>